At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Beth Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Everybody and welcome in. It's VSIN Bet Center on one of the largest college football Saturdays of the year. Not necessarily in general raw size, Jeff Parles. That's the smallest one of the But year. in scope, I'm Ben Wilson. We've got Dan Miller, our producer behind the glass. The basically final season of our of our basic quest towards the college football playoff. We will find out who the four teams are tomorrow, just before all the NFL games kick off. And let's start, Jeff. Before we backtrack, talk about everything that happened earlier today. Most of the chips have fallen into place, but there's still one domino that still has to be sorted out here for the Final Four to be put in place. And it appears as though, Jeff Barles, like that is increasingly trending towards Michigan in our Big Ten Championship game. The final college football conference championship game of the night, along with the ACC title game, does not have any college football playoff implications. We'll discuss that from an in-game betting perspective in just a second. Uh, Jeff, so far, any, any hopes for teams outside the top four entering today? have really been dashed first off with the Alabama-Georgia game, which we will get to in a moment. But what we're watching right now as Michigan, really a dominant first quarter, 14-3 on top of Iowa as they close a 12.5-point favorite. Tons of late money on the Wolverines in a spot like this. Uh, I, you know, Iowa at least just got the ball back. They're hanging tough, but this does feel like one-way traffic after Iowa missed a field goal on its first possession. Two touchdowns of over 65 yards out of the gates for Michigan. Yeah, a deflected interception just happened in this game, Ben. So it really just, so some flipped, life a for little, Iowa. just flipped a little bit. Uh, Michigan, back-to-back 60-yard touchdown plays, as you said. Really a dominant showing so far by this offense. But 
Uh, a mistake uh, probably should have been a completion. Throw a little bit behind the receiver. Popped up in the air. Interception for Iowa's uh, very opportunistic secondary, as we know. But, uh, look, uh, Iowa Iowa's moved the ball a little bit in this game. The first drive got in field goal range. Had a double pass where they tried throwing a double pass to the fullback, which... I, I mean, that's Big Ted football. Good, look, good, finest, good, 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 for, good for you, Iowa, <laughs> if, you, if you want to do that. Missed the field goal. Corum had the huge run right after that. Uh, three and out. Michigan, again, the second long touchdown for them. Uh, but, uh, look, uh, the Wolverines, they, Ben, if they win in convincing fashion tonight, the only debate that really remains, assuming Michigan doesn't blow this game altogether, is how do we seed one, mm. one two, three, four? How do we seed it at this point? Because... We'll get to the SEC championship game. Bama with the destruction of Georgia after falling down 10 0. Cincinnati, a great second half to win by two touchdowns and cover against Houston. Uh, it will just, it really just comes down to seeding. And I think it does come down to how dominant is Michigan tonight. So far, pretty good. First quarter just ended. What, what is Michigan right now alive? 17 and a half yeah, or 18 right. is your that live number. Right. That sounds right. There was a sense as well into this game, and there were some also thought that maybe Iowa first half could be an intriguing play with Michigan maybe needing to get their sea legs under them, potential at least brief letdown spot. I mean, I would say how can it really be a letdown spot when you're playing in a Big Ten championship game <laughs> to get into the playoff? But, I look, valid point coming off of an Ohio State game that was a Super Bowl for Michigan. Mm-hmm. So a lot there were some bets taken on Iowa. It was about six and a half the first half line. I don't think, Jeff, that got to seven at all, despite a lot of the late steam coming in on Michigan that drove this line from 10.5, 11 earlier in the day to 12.5 by kickoff. But if you took an Iowa first-half ticket, you're, you're first off, you're clearly on the wrong side. You'll need a lot of help. And, and basically the handicap there was Michigan potentially coming out slow. I guess it, 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 I guess it hurts your case when you come out of the gates. You have a 10-play, 59-yard uh, drive, and your kicker, Caleb Shudak. Caleb Shankdak should be his actual name, Jeff. Misses a 33-yard field 10. goal. I, 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 <laughs> that, that was a little high, I think, actually. And he, he shanks the field goal. So 14-3 end of the first quarter, but Iowa, as you just mentioned, Jeff, does have the ball. And like I said, it's 17.5 or 18. Your live total, 48.5. Keep in mind, this game closed with a total of 44. So you are very much in range. As the There you do see, look at our live numbers, courtesy of DraftKings. Before we get back into the games that happened earlier today, again, it is a much lighter card on the college football slate as a result of these conference championship games on a Saturday. want to mention what's going on, though, in our ACC championship game, one without college football championship implications and playoff implications, but one that is, uh, it's been fascinating. If you're a fan of points, we're getting points, Jeff. 15th-ranked Pittsburgh taking on 16th-ranked Wake Forest. Let me just read you the, uh, the drive summary so far, Jeff. Please. Pitt, five play, 75 yards, touchdown. Wake Forest, 11 play, 75 yards, touchdown. Pitt, four plays, 75 yards, touchdown. I was waiting for you to finish that. but okay. I figured. 12, Wake Forest, 12 play, 75 yards, touchdown. Pitt, seven plays, 44 yards, missed field goal. And what then happened there? I, what are we doing? What happened there? Come on. Fire everybody. <laughs> Sam Scarton, who is probably like, do I even need to bring my cleats to the, the field? Today? I guess he's got to do the extra points. Misses a 49-yard field goal, and then Wake Forest, four plays, 69 yards, touchdown. So we in this game have had six drives, five touchdowns, one missed field goal. Maybe the shocking thing of the whole day just happened, Jeff. Pitt was just forced into a three and out. No way. And the live total here, when it was 14-all, got up to about 95-and-a-half. We were ready to come on air, Jeff, getting, getting all set for our, you know, our first segment here. 
on Visa and Vet Center, and you said uh, that's not high enough, which I, I said I agree with. <laughs> and now we're on air, and this is actually 93 and a half year live total. Still feels a little bit light after maybe the only stop we will see all night on a three and out by pit. 21 14 Wake Forest out in front as they closed in this game. A three or three and a half point to underdog total, though, of 74, anywhere from 73 to 74 and a half. There was some variance on this closing total, but man, is, if that's not Wake Forest football in a nutshell from 2021, I don't know what is, Jeff. Kind of what both of these teams yeah. have been for the majority of the season. On Pittsburgh, who, of course, we know. Uh, Very true. We, we, look, we, we all love Pat Narduzzi. We all love Pat Narduzzi for, for one reason or another, Ben. But Pitt's defense this year, and look, at, we could be legitimately talking about the Pitt Panthers playing for the playoff tonight if their defense in the two games they lost was even remotely competent giving up 40-plus to Miami. But Western Michigan is still scoring touchdowns against them from that game in September. Uh, look, it, we, Pitt had a legitimate offense that was good enough to make the college football playoff this year. The defense was what failed them, and so far, it has failed them in a big way tonight. Uh, I would not bet the under, even at that big big number there, Ben. You know, I, I went 30 through, plays in a I, quarter? Yes. yes. So Jeez. I, I do. <laughs> So I went through I went through all of those drive summaries and I don't I, I neglected the most important part of this. We're still in the first quarter. <laughs> and Wake Forest just picks up a first down as the quarter is going to mercifully end for fans of defense. Look, if you're a fan of defense, I think they're gonna have to do, wait for the end of the game for you to do, say that, Ben. Do not turn on ABC if you are a fan of defense. We're at the end of the first quarter, 21-14. You know what I I'm actually curious to I want to look here and by the way, now Wake with the ball. They're up to five and a half or six and a half, depending on the book here on the live line. Your live total back up to in some spots ninety-five and a half as low as ninety-three and a half. This is one of those weird games where I, I normally don't would not bet this, but I'm curious what the in-game first half total is, Jeff. We've thirty five points in the first half. Oh, in game first half total. In game oh, first can, half total. I know you. I, I, I can. I can. I can get that for you but right this is now. One of those fascinating games. Cellular device. Where, where, where I mean, no. do you want? Do you want to guess first half total? All right, we're at. So we've got thirty-five points already. Uh huh. I am gonna guess sixty-three and a half. A little too high. Fifty-eight and a half. Big juice on the over. About minus one forty on the over. So fifty-eight and a half. So that's basically what? That's 24. twenty. You need twenty-four in the second quarter to go over. Am I crazy for thinking that's a little light? I, I, would, I would only bet the over. I don't want the under. <laughs> what's our juice, I don't want the what's under. Our juice on the over there? The other, actually, you know what? I think I'm going to take this because Wake Forest, I'm pretty sure, is going to have to punt after this. Uh, Pitt is plus nine and a half first half right now. Wake just picked up a first oh, down. Oh, they did pick it up. That then, was, I'm not, that was, then I'm not. That was third and 12. Then yeah. I'm not going to bother them. I was going to say. Coming out of the ball uh, back. Yeah, second quarter, it'll be first and 10 for Wake at the Pitt 47. Ben, I am. I mean, ben, I, my point is, we just saw 31 plays, Jeff, in the first quarter. And we had thirty. We had thirty-five points on thirty-one plays. One punt in six and a half possessions. Would it stun you if we? I mean, twenty-eight points seems, and that's why I set. I set the line where I set it at basically twenty-seven and a half because I think twenty-eight is probably a fair a fair number in the second quarter. Uh, yeah. I there's no look. These defenses have shown you what they are all year. There is no reason to think that in the middle of the ACC championship game when they're facing two pretty darn good offenses to begin with, that they're going to figure out how to play defense. So I, I tend to agree with you there. By the way, I did just make a bet. Oh, uh, that's why I what pulled did you out, bet? That's why I pulled out the, uh, the phone. Please do tell. Uh, yeah, I, it's a college basketball one because there is one big college basketball game going on right now. Uh, the battle in Seattle, very nicely named. Gonzaga is getting pretty well handled so far through a half of basketball. Really? 
by Alabama. 51 first-half points for the Tide, who just eight days ago were losing to Iona. No disrespect to the Gales, different level of competition. 51-35, Alabama leads at the half. I just took a little bit of Gonzaga getting eight and a half live. I I just, I look, if Alabama wins this game by double figures, so be it. Uh, But I got to imagine Gonzaga is going to get back in this game in some fashion then. You would think playing in Seattle. Whenever I, when I think Gonzaga basketball playing in Seattle, I think of uh, Gus Johnson calling Adam Morrison, I, baby, I, calling Adam Morrison, Larry Bird uh, <laughs> in one of the great neutral site games of all time. In uh, that was what Gonzaga and who did they? Who were they? Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State. That was yep. what two thousand three. Yep. I want to say oh four. Well, yeah, you're you're in the right ballpark. I'm in the right ballpark. I was at the old yeah at the key arena yeah, well, with the old Sonics. Uh, so all, all the Sonics I mean, regalia the, still on the court. Climbing Pledge Arena technically is key arena. That is with a, with a uh, with a new name and a lot more modern things. By the way, Iowa punting Ben, uh, so Michigan will have a chance to extend their already eleven point. Get the ball back at their own seven and a half minutes in this in game though. Uh, Drew Timmy, fifteen of the Zags, thirty five points. Chet Holmgren has really done nothing. Not made a field goal. All of his points coming from the free throw line. Gonzaga as a team. How about this, Jeff? Seven of sixteen from the free throw line in the first in the first half. This is a team that was tied with uh, the the great Billy Gillespie led Tarleton State at halftime at home in a true home game about a week ago. So that is a, I'm glad you're our guy for make, making sure we're on top of the college basketball. There are a couple of ranked games going on uh, tonight. We will keep our tabs on Alabama, 16th in the country, and third ranked. Gonzaga, as we're just getting started, we will keep you posted on all the in-game college football. But up next, we got to circle back, talk about implications from the biggest games of the day on college football conference championship Saturday. That's next here on VSIN Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. Follow the Money is hitting the road next week. Mitch Moss and Polly Howard will be live for the new DraftKings Sportsbook at Foxwoods Casino Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. If you're in the area, come down and meet the guys and be sure to tune in every day from 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern. As we're back with Jeff Parles, native of the Northeast. Can you sing the Foxwoods? No, I'm not going to sing for anyone. You just wore during the oh, break. Okay. The crew can handle it. I don't think our listeners can. But, yeah, Carl's uh, great Northeastern No, gentleman. hey, look, look uh, Foxwoods, uh, an amazing property up in Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, a very large property as well. So, uh, but yeah, no, look, if you're out there uh, Wednesday through Friday, go, go go see our guys. Go see uh, Mitch and Pauly, who actually won't have to get up at 1 in the morning because that's actually 7 a.m. Eastern start for them the, there. The, the novelty of it all. I, last night, at filling in on the nightcap, show mm-hmm. you've been on before, I asked Sean yes. King, if you had one place you could take, you could you could do a show from the road, where would it be? And he just kind of, you know, broke in the so, so sitting back. And then he was like, well, it's going to be somewhere in Florida. I just got to narrow down the options. And I, you know, my response was, well, that's, that's very valid and fair. So I know you would love to go to the Foxwoods for a show. Why not? Jeff. That'd be Why a fun not? time. Um, see, see the family. That'd be good. I'm, I'm looking down at one of our many monitors here at our Circus Sportsbook Studios, where we are doing the show from on this college football conference championship Saturday. And I see a lot of uh, jubilant Iowa fans. Hawkeyes are actually, I mean, they're staying in the game. I saw a very interesting stat here, Jeff. Mm-hmm. Michigan, we mentioned they've had the two plays, the two touchdowns of over 65 yards. They've had three plays in this game that have gone 29 yards or longer. Two of them went for touchdowns. The other 11 plays in this game, Jeff, have gone for a combined 30 yards for Michigan. So you could uh, you could make the case, even though this appeared from the start that this was a total boat racing of Michigan in the Big Ten Championship game over Iowa, as they get out to that early 14-0 lead, they really haven't done much besides that. Kate McNamara now just four of six for 20 yards in a pick as Michigan is forced to punt after being pinned deep in their own territory. They go three and out. So of those 205 yards, Jeff, basically all but 30 of them have come on three plays today. And Iowa gets the ball back in good field position down 14-3, 10-53 to go in our first half and currently catching now 15 and a half. I'm seeing 46 and a half. Our live total, you see, uh, that's a little tick down for what we've got on our screen on DraftKings from a moment ago. Yeah, I, I don't want anything. I'm not. I, I don't want I'm, I'm just look, pointing out, Michigan, look, it, maybe look, it's a little inflated look, what we've look, seen I so was, far. Iowa's defense isn't a pushover. We know that. It's still a pretty good defense, even though they may lack a little bit of speed for what you would like at this point. But, look, they, they're a real defense. Ferentz is, even though he gets made fun of for his continuous extensions, is a good coach. And, I mean, look, Iowa hanging in this game for a lot longer than expected is not, 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 not a uh, outlandish scenario here, especially since they, uh, when Michigan was that, that drive up fourteen to three already, looking like they're going to go in, go up twenty-one three, get the interception, that at least, at least uh, held off the on the potential onslaught here. Yeah, look, I, you you had to figure, even though this was a a pretty high number, and Iowa has really struggled ever since going down as the number two team in the country. 
at home to Purdue by 17, they would give a, a game effort in what is basically their Super Bowl. The Hawkeyes are trying to basically, a win would all but shut out the Big Ten of any representation in the college football playoff if they could actually beat Michigan. Still a lot of work to do. It is Iowa ball, though, down 14-3 in uh, basically five minutes into the second quarter. In the meantime, I am glad that we are on the air so I could not get my first half over bet in in our, our pit wake game because as soon as I said that, we go to break. And what does quarterback Sam Hartman do for Wake Forest? He throws an interception picked off by Marquise Williams. Pitt has the ball back 21-14 there, about five minutes into the second quarter. As And not only that, but Pitt on the ensuing drive goes for it. Fourth and one at the Wake 25. Kenny Pickett looking for Jordan Addison. Incomplete. All of a sudden, Jeff, the defenses have, were clearly listening to us in the first segment. And we're like, all right, guys, we've, uh, we've had enough. How dare you? How dare you besmirch the defenses of our Demon Deacons and Panthers? So your live total now down to 87 and a half market wide. You see 88 and a half there at DraftKings with five and a half or six. The number Wake Forest is currently laying again a, a tick up just because I, I believe that uh, that board you're seeing was right before Pickett threw incomplete on fourth down. So needless to say, Jeff, sometimes it's good that we're on air and I can't make uh, you know spur of the moment bets because live well, total I, I down to 51 and a half first half now. And do you, so you would need still uh, juice to the over. You would you need, need 17, 17 points 17. in 11:22. Yeah, not out of the not, question. Not out of the question. Not out of the I, question. Look, at some point the defense is we're going to do something here. Uh, you you figured that, uh, Ben. Uh, so uh, look, uh, it's interesting looking at these live numbers. By the way, on my screen, Michigan Iowa currently off the board. I would imagine because Iowa is facing a fourth and eight, and we're going to get a plus territory punt. Fourth? In a game where you're a double-digit underdog, I, I, why am I why am I surprised, Ferentz? Of course, you're going to do that. What when you have the opportunity to pin a deep pin a team deep inside their own ten? Oh come on! You got to do it as a fair catch is a called catch for at and one. caught at the three. No, not even. They're being generous. I they was it the three? Yeah, oh they wow, marked, they're, they giving, they're, the three. they're generous like you, Kirk. That's look, Kirk Ferentz. <laughs> that's why the guy gets extensions, Jeff, because he's mastered the yard of the forty-one yard punt from the. 44-yard line when he is a 12-and-a-half-point underdog in a neutral site game where the game matters nothing at all to Iowa except for just spoiling Michigan. Oh, hey, come on. This is, this, is, this is a Rose Bowl berth. Okay. Rose Bowl berth for Iowa. You get, you get the the historic Utah-Iowa Rose Bowl out of this if Iowa yeah, We'll be telling the, the grandkids about yeah. uh, that, that Utah-Iowa. Yes. Yeah, Utah, I'm going to say Rose the Rose Bowl, Bowl committee are rooting, rooting very heavily for Michigan so they can you get Ohio so? State-Utah instead. Uh, it seems like a logical piece of a uh, piece of reasoning there let us circle back now that we have everything updated for the the two main college football games going on right now we'll also can be posted on what is going on in seattle alabama and gonzaga tied trying to pull off the upset jeff your second half bet looking pretty good so Solid far start gonzaga 11-4 start out of the second half break down 16 at the half they were what laying eight and a half was that right for the second half so seven and a half live yeah it depended on where you were at uh some of the the books that have the humans and then had the humans, yes. Have, I, think, have human, I think that's how that works. Have human beings making the second half lines as opposed to, as mm-hmm. opposed to the algorithm. continuous algorithm computer. Uh, the, the computer ones had eight at Gonzaga getting eight and a half mm. for the game, so seven and a half, second half. Uh, other, uh, the other books had Gonzaga eight and a half for the second half, seven and a half for the game. I took the eight and a half, obviously. Uh, because, and you're uh, now down nine with yeah, 16 no, minutes look, to go, so I, I like look, your look, position. Look, it's a matter of Gonzaga making a run at some point. And, and now uh, just win the game, just lose the game by four, and we're all good. Here. And in a half, where Jaden Shackelford went seven of eight from the field for Alabama, twenty points on six of seven from three. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that will be very hard to duplicate in the second half. So far, he has not scored, missing his only shot in the second half. But let us circle back while we have a moment. We'll be bringing on Vinny Maliulo to discuss all the betting implications from from his side of the counter. One of the the men in charge at the South Point Sportsbook. 
We'll bring him on in about 10 minutes. But, Jeff, the game today that while the results just on the surface, Alabama winning is the number three team coming into the college football playoff over Georgia, a result that maybe on the surface is not that surprising, but the way in which they won the game, scoring more points in the second quarter alone than Georgia had allowed in any single game all season and completely dominating the game from start to finish in a 41-24 win as a six-and-a-half-point underdog winning outright and seeing this total go way over uh, where it closed in the SEC championship game in Georgia, where, in Atlanta, where this closed 48-and-a-half or 49. Alabama almost goes over that themselves. You come out of that, Jeff, and after a lackluster couple of weeks for Alabama and the thought that Nick Saban for the first time in 92 games was an underdog, how do you come out of a game like that where you see how dominant Alabama and how dominant the offensive line, which was the perceived weakness of that Crimson Tide team, how dominant they looked in particular against the Georgia defense who and we, we had guys on the network all week trying to figure out how good this Georgia defense was historically and if it was maybe the best in college football history. You can certainly put an end to that talk. Yeah, I can say that talk is uh, finished uh, for sure. You but think? Yeah. Look, I, I think the biggest thing, and you mentioned it there, Alabama's offensive line that was pretty well handled by Auburn's defensive line until the last drive last week, totally dominated Georgia. Who <laughs> Again, Ben, I, 41 points is more po- points than Georgia gave up in multiple months this season. So, I look, I, it was very impressive from Bama. Uh, the committee lucked out that Alabama came back and beat Auburn next last week because they they would have look Alabama with two losses had to it would have been put in with an SEC championship win of this magnitude like they did today if they had won and Notre Dame would have been the oddball out on on that one but look Ben the question now for Georgia more than anything is how much of this was okay maybe we took the foot off the gas pedal when we we're up ten nothing. Didn't put the hammer down defensively. They had the big play to Williams. The kind of uh, that was the moment where it was like, all right, 10-7, Bama survived the opening onslaught, only down by a touchdown. Now only, or excuse me, only down ten. Now only down a field goal. Uh, but look, uh, the biggest thing committee-wise is Alabama's probably going to be number one tomorrow. They'll get Cincinnati, assuming Michigan doesn't blow an eleven-point lead right now to Iowa. We'll get Michigan, Georgia. Doesn't matter the seating between two, three, yeah. and. I, I, if anything, for Georgia, the line will be significantly shorter than it would have been against Michigan than uh, if Georgia had even just lost by a field goal here, Ben. Another three now, by the way, for Michigan. So they yeah, have to punt from their own well. five-yard line. What would the scoreline have to be in this game, you think, for Michigan to go to number one, avoid Alabama leapfrogging it? Is that is that uh, on the table? Pro- probably won't happen but if they win by four touchdowns maybe but I don't I don't foresee that happen great start for the Wolverines it's been a, a sputtering second quarter where they've had, they've had to punt twice on three and outs on drive starting inside their own 10 yard line uh, you mentioned what these matchups certainly look like they will be and what they could be I'm really interested to, to get the perspective of Vinny Maliulo on the other side we're going to ask him what would he make these lines on the potential college football playoff matchups, which will be solidified in stone tomorrow. We'll also talk some NFL handicapping for week 13 with our guy Vinny Maliulo on the other side. It is VEASAN Bet Center on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Bet Center on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Bowl Betting Guide is almost here with everything you need to bet smarter on every bowl game. This year's guide provides matchup analysis on all 41 bowl games, including insights, trends, data, and predictions 
to help you make your best bets. The guide is designed to give you an edge whether you are betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value props. The guide drops December 13th. Make sure to get your copy today for only $19.99 at vcin.com slash subscribe. Speaking of the Bulls, we're going to find out who is in the Final Four for the college football playoff. Tomorrow, we still await the the last couple of college football conference championship games. Michigan still up 14-3, just punted the ball back to Iowa. Seven minutes to go in the first half as we welcome you back. VEASAN Bet Center with Jeff Parles. I'm Ben Wilson from downtown Las Vegas. Pleased to welcome in our man, Vinny Maliulo. Give him a follow at VEASAN Vinny. Helps Chris Andrews, Jimmy Vicaro, everybody in the shop at the South Point Sportsbook. We're one of our two studios here at VEASAN Resides Vinny fresh off a trip to the East Coast. We're, but we're, it's, it, Vegas is not the same when you're gone, Vinny. So we're glad to have you back. How was your trip out East? Neither is the what. Neither is the East Coast because it. it but but it, there's one consistency. It's still cold back there. Um, <laughs> although I, I I have to say I caught a break. It was only in the 40s and uh, with a little drizzle. But uh, I got I got to tell you, and of course you guys know I grew up back there. Uh, part, you know you guys are familiar with the East Coast. Uh, it was great. The people were great. Uh, the SBC conference, the sports betting community conference, was was terrific. Uh, good seminars, uh, the Hall of Fame, uh, Sports Betting Hall of Fame inductions, uh, East Coast betters who do follow uh, everything that goes on here in Las Vegas, who follow us at VSIN and things like that. So it was, a, it was a good experience. I had a good time, but it was uh, it was time to get back to where you know when I got when I landed last night it was only it was only sixty. So uh, uh, geez, what a what a I took my jacket off and just I went back to the car uh, just with my t-shirt on. A yeah, tough break. life, tough life there. Yeah. <laughs> And the entire East Coast not happy with uh, with Vinny at the moment on that one, but come on, but but Vinny, they know uh, it's cold. trust me, they wish they were with me. Trust oh me. no, hey, that's what I'm saying. Jealousy uh, rules coming back to uh, uh, what was uh, another nice day here in Vegas. But Vinny, uh, I I, I want to go to college football first because we saw uh-huh. Alabama shellac Georgia. We're seeing Michigan right now lead Iowa in the second quarter, and I I want to look at what a prospective semifinal would be because unless if Michigan blows an 11 point lead against an Iowa team that doesn't have much of an offense, we're going to get Michigan, Georgia. How much does that line slide in favor of Michigan from what we, from what it would have been going into today, from what it would be at this moment, assuming Michigan beats Iowa? Well, let's, let's back. uh, Yeah. To, to to get into that, let's look at this. First of all, you know it was fourteen nothing, but it's been fourteen now fourteen three. You know Michigan had a chance really to. It, it's just kind of they're letting Iowa hang around, right, guys? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, there's no question that Michigan's the better team here. But if they're not careful, uh, you know, the, this this could this could be a dangerous spot here. So they're gonna they're gonna need to uh, to take care of business here. But that said, uh, I've got George. Listen. Georgia and Alabama are in, in my opinion, uh, and they're the top two teams in terms of the power ratings right now. Then you've got Michigan, and then you know, is it? I got Cincinnati, who took care of business today, and Notre Dame right there. So, but if it's um, your question was, you know, Michigan and Georgia. Alabama, Michigan, Georgia, I mean, because that's the most Georgia, likely matchup. One, one three. Um, well, I think you know, going into this week. You would have had a situation where Georgia uh, was probably going to be double digits in that game, but after today, you know, um, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's six, uh, maybe seven. I don't know. I mean, you got to you can't just base everything on one game today. Credit mm-hmm. Alabama guys, um, but uh, look, Georgia 
Georgia will get some things right, and uh, they'll go to the film. And, uh, again, with as long as Michigan keeps Iowa hanging around in this game, then, uh, then that's going to speak volumes to uh, what potentially will be a rematch of uh, Alabama and Georgia today. And you mentioned, too, possible double digits a favor going down to maybe a six and a half or seven if we see Georgia Michigan we we did know that at least from the potential look ahead spots there were the, the lines coming out that if it was Georgia Cincinnati in what was the perceived one for matchup Vinny that would have been probably a, maybe a 10 10 and a half type line how how much would you change things if it's Alabama Cincinnati especially considering where where the money is probably going to go on that people watching Nick Saban in Alabama just destroy Georgia today as a, as a big underdog uh, first time in 92 games, Nick Saban was not favored as head coach of Alabama. Where does where does that line likely go? Is it still double digits with Alabama taking on uh, Cincinnati despite the undefeated yeah. uh, season here for the Bearcats? Yeah, I think you are. I think you are going to see double digits because again, perception is reality to a significant number of the betters. Yeah, uh, guys, let's face it. And so, what people saw most recently, and uh, well, you know, again, this game, this game will have more of an impact because it's the last game here going into what the potential playoff is going to be. So, uh, but yeah, there's no question in my mind that uh, Cincinnati uh, will be a double-digit dog. Uh, and I, can't, I, don't, I don't think the committee is going to, uh, to make uh, uh, Alabama the number one seed. But again, you know what? You, you never know. I'm not gonna, nothing with the, that the committee does is going to surprise us. But uh, Cincinnati, if they're the four, they're probably going to, they should be double digits. In fact, I was with a bunch of my colleagues last night and going into today, uh, you know, some guys had uh, uh, Cincinnati, if they, if they got in uh, as a potential, uh, you know, uh, uh, 12 to, to 14 point dog uh, against either of the two, uh, two teams today from the SEC. But I don't think we're going to see it quite that high, but they'll be double, double digits. Vinny, because uh, uh, we were asked on Twitter to ask you by some, Prospectus, a prospective Alabama Georgia rematch in the title game. What would you uh, What would you open that at? Well, after today, guys, and again, you know, let's remember this. And again, I'm not hedging here, but it's it's hard to make that number say what it's going to be because they've got to win their two games. How do mm-hmm. they come out of those two games, right? Because here's what happens: whenever we get asked, you know, from my side of the counter, hey, you said this. Well, I said it a month ahead of time, number one, and I, and I said it based on teams coming out, you know, being healthy as of today. As of today, let's remember this. Georgia was a three-point favorite uh, about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, right, in that game. Georgia would probably be, you know, a slight, uh, maybe a slight favorite, or you, look, you could make a case for the game to be, uh, to be a pick em, really, right? So uh, I wouldn't be opposed to make it, having the game be a pick em and uh, let the public decide. But again, there's so much to happen. And what's that so much to happen? There's two semifinals that have to take place. So we'll have to see how those uh, games play out. So, uh, you know, today is one thing, uh, but by the, time that, by the time that game happens, it's an entirely different story. And he is Vinny Maliulo. Give him a follow at Vsin Vinny, our guy over at the South Point Sportsbook. He and Chrissy Andrews, the whole team there, setting the, the lines and the odds every single week. Want to transition, Vinny, before we let you go into the National Football League. What an interesting Week 13 it is where you look at the card tomorrow. There are, there are so many large road favorites, which always one of those harbingers of, all right, let, let's kind of let's tread carefully. Be careful as betters out there when you're laying so many big numbers with road, uh, road teams here. I, I'm noticing just looking at some of the odds on, on this Saturday shift here, 
getting looks like everybody, not just you at the South Point, everybody market wide taking some jet money on this uh, this Eagles line. This was six and a half or seven. I know that's the point where there was some initial buyback on the Jets, but we're down to five at your shop uh, there, Vinny. Between that and some of the other other market movements, uh, what uh, what do you make of that line? With clearly people, I'm sure, reacting to the questionable nature of Jalen Hurts coming off of that ankle injury from last week and the in the loss at MetLife against the G-Men. Here they are, the Eagles, going back to uh, MetLife where they just had such a terrific game last week, right? And uh, uh, by the way, I was at MetLife. Parles, you'll love this. I was on the, the field at MetLife uh, during uh, my time uh, at the event this week, which Very I'll nice. share some great memories with you. Uh, you'll, you'll appreciate it. I'll show you a picture of me uh, in the Jet Ring of Honor, so I know you'll, uh, you'll get a kick out of it. That's probably, for the folks listening, that's how I got on the show tonight. But um, <laughs> the... Uh, uh, looks like Hertz right now. Hertz is listed as uh, doubtful to out uh, for the Eagles tomorrow, mm-hmm. which is why we open the game seven on Monday. You know, Chrissy Andrews posts the numbers after he gets on with Gil Alexander on a numbers game and guessing lines. Uh, but it's been a pretty steady stream of uh, jet money in the last couple of days, and no real surprise here. Uh, Jets playing pretty spirited, especially at home, and uh, this game down to five. Uh, the Eagles without Hertz are a completely different team, and you saw what happened last week. With uh, with uh, with the Eagles, even with Hurts, so um, yeah, this uh, this is a game that's moved uh, a couple of points to the Jets right here. I, I yeah, I hear they were letting people uh, catch passes at MetLife, Vinny. Did you get to like? Did you get to run a route? I mean, how, like, how did that work? Oh, uh, running routes, kicking field goals, verticals. Was, um, yeah, was, was Robert uh, Sala in attendance? Yeah, get like little you know little walk on tryouts there. Well, listen, I told him, I said, listen, Robert, I'd love to help you out, but I also have to go to Queens because there's a Met job that's, uh, <laughs> that's on the line as well. So, I mean, you know, and that season starts a heck of a lot quicker. So, yeah, they're, they're really, uh, they're really big. I'm in, I'm, in a, I'm in a great spot. I mean, you know, I can, uh, uh, you know, kind of hedge uh, hedge my bet. You know, hey, you are. Robert Sala on one side, I got Steve Cohen on the other. I mean, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in a dream spot right I know now. You're making, I know Jeff Parles, our, uh, our resident Met Jet fan, he's certainly jealous of you, Vinny, but we always appreciate the time. You coming on, talking all things college football, NFL. Have a great NFL Sunday, my friend, and enjoy the rest of your Saturday night here. Thanks, as always. Keep doing the good stuff, guys. Well done, both of you. Appreciate you. We'll get we'll get Jeff out to MetLife soon. Get, to, get him to run some rounds. We'll also talk some more in-game college football. I know Jeff's sweating this Gonzaga basketball better. The Zags making a run. We'll tell you next. That's coming up right after this. V-CIN, Bet Center. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Bet Center on VSIN, the sports betting network. We have a new prop tracker now available on vsin.com for you to keep up with key NFL props. Head to vsin.com to get current odds as well as the movement each week to follow the trends and find the best value. Track the odds for MVP, head coach, rookie of the year, and more. Check out the prop tracker, betting splits, key trends, and matchup data for every game now at vcin.com slash NFL. As we're back on vcin Bet Center, all this talk about New York, East Coast, Jeff, it's got us in the mood here. The crew at vcin, we've got some... <laughs> this is Now, this is not New York-style pizza, but I need... I, we've got... Oh, the, it, it, it's it's good enough. It you, got a, you, got a, you got a foldable crust. I mean... So how do you rate this? Out of, oh, just I, just I, for look, not look, even look, tasting. Look, I'm not, I'm not going to touch your slice of pizza because it's for you, uh, but... Uh, but I am. I, look, that's a very foldable-looking crust. I, I mean, the good, the pretty, pretty, pretty the, good. The dimensions here are very pretty, uh, pretty, symmetric from a foldable perspective. The visuals are good. That's all okay. I'll say. Yeah, okay. We're, the, we're getting we're, we're getting, getting notes getting, from the crew getting, that it is a five point six. We're getting we're getting reviews from the from the Russian judges back. The there, Russian, uh, ben, Russian so. judges. Uh, Dan Miller, by the way, our, our producer tonight, and thanks to the rest of our our crew putting in hard work behind the glass. It is a Saturday night after all in downtown Las Vegas, so we can't nobody can complain about where we're at because we're watching college football, we're watching college basketball. First, the quick update here: Gonzaga has got it within six. That's the primary college basketball game of the night. Third-ranked Gonzaga against 16th-ranked Alabama on a neutral site in Seattle. Not uh, really but, uh, a neutral site. It's right, only in name, really. But every time Jeff Gonzaga has made a push here, they have really struggled defensively against an Alabama team that now for the game is uh, look they've they've hit 11 threes and behind uh, the sh- the shot making of Jaden Shackelford, who's now 28 points, 10 of 14 shooting. Crimson Tide up eight here, 74-66. Uh, look, every time that. Gonzaga's got Gonzaga the closer they gotten is five. But every time uh, Alabama pushed it right back to 15 earlier. Gonzaga's within at least my number right now. They're down eight with Timmy going to the line for a one of one. The big problem that Alabama has, uh, and look, uh, it's a it's a major college basketball game, so the refs have to influence it in some perspective. Uh four <laughs> yes. guys on Alabama have four fouls with eight minutes to go. So uh 
So already uh, not a great thing. Uh, there is some uh, there is some important breaking news that just came ac- across uh, in relation to the the good day for Alabama yep. in Atlanta. Maybe a little bit worse now. Uh, John Mechie the third, who left the game with a with an injury today. Uh, Alabama officials, according to Mark Schleibaugh of ESPN, are concerned that that is an ACL injury. Mm. For Mechie, which again would be a big deal. The number two wide receiver, obviously Williams, the number one guy on that receiving core. But uh, that would be a big problem moving forward for Bama in a playoff scenario. Again, I don't think, assuming they get the one, which if they don't get the one, something's gone pretty wrong here. For them, it would mean Michigan would have to win the second half, probably 35 nothing, and win the game 49-3, to which I don't think is happening. Against Georgia a second time or against Michigan, that makes it a little bit difficult, more difficult for Bama. And we talked last segment with Vinny Maliulo. What would that, that if there was the rematch, and it is in the college football national championship game, what is the new line? You, you could make the argument, Jeff, that three was probably the fair number that we saw in the look ahead. Georgia by three over Alabama. It was inflated today with Georgia as high as six and a half at most shops. Did close six, I believe, behind us here at Circa. And there was some shops that took some, some late Alabama money. You could make the case, though, if, if Vinny is saying, look, maybe open this to pick them, I could easily see a, a world in which people see what they, they, they go off what they just saw. They see how dominant Alabama looked and how that offensive line held up. You could see a world, and I could see a world in which Alabama closes a favorite and that there would be value coming back on Georgia, just like there was value on an inflated line today with, with Alabama. Can you see a world in which Bama's favored by two and a half or three in a national title game rematch? Kind of depends what we see out of Georgia. If they're assuming. Look, I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Georgia would beat Michigan in a national semifinal. And that's a fair point. I I don't think that's That's a a foregone conclusion. Uh, Look, I I was talking with uh, some of our great crew beforehand. Uh, I anticipated that Georgia probably would have been nine and a half before today against Michigan. And now we could be looking south of seven on that game. I don't Look, I I think Michigan, even though they're kind of falling asleep here, which is not really overly surprising, you're playing Iowa. It's. Not a shock you fall asleep against them. But but look, I, if it's Georgia-Bama in the championship game, I would probably make the game a pick. That's what I would do. And I would probably be inclined to bet Alabama in that spot. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And by the way, that Michigan score, it's still 14-3. This is, and we I feel like we, we can talk about multiple games that fall into this every week, Jeff, when it comes to in-game betting and how it can really be your friend when it comes to getting better numbers. Because Michigan comes out of the gates – they get two touchdowns, one a 67-yard Blake Corum run, the other a 75-yard touchdown pass. This is 14-0 out of the shoot. Iowa had a missed field goal on the opening drive, then they do get a field goal later. So this was 14-3 pretty early in a game that closed 44, uh, most basically market-wide. I saw, Jeff, at one point, this, this total got up in the high 40s in the, in the 48.5, 49.5 range. This has come crashing down to 37.5. And, a half. and if, if you were sitting back and saying, look, we know, as you pointed out, we know what we're getting out of an Iowa defense. They gave up, sure, they gave up a couple big plays early, but they will settle in and make life difficult on Michigan, at least putting together long, sustained drives under quarterback Cade McNamara. This thing has come crashing down. Our, right now we're showing uh, the spread off the board on our live line, but I'm seeing anywhere from 36.5 to 38.5 right yeah, now. Yeah, wait, wait, wait on that total because the last thing you want to do here, Michigan is 47 seconds left. They do have no timeouts, but... Getting into field goal range is not impossible well, here. My point is, this would have been a great in-game under. Oh, no, yeah. To look, me. I, if Michigan with two 60-yard touchdowns in a matter yeah. of 
three and a half minutes? Yeah, definitely. 100%. But no, but, no points in the second quarter. We'll yeah. see with – you mentioned no timeouts left. 40 seconds left in the half. Michigan up 14-3 and driving with the, most of the live numbers suspended while we await – uh, while well, we wait to see what happens on this final drive, 40 seconds left. They've got the ball at their own 45, trying to get into field goal range. Uh, if this ends, as we're seeing McNamara check it down short and his receiver does not get out of bounds, so only a three-yard game. If we go to the half 14-3, Jeff, what do you make the uh, second half line? Uh, Michigan, Michigan, the 13 and a half for the game, probably, so two okay. and a half. Close second 12 and half. Close 12 yeah. and a half in this, yeah, uh, in that's this probably, spot. probably what I would do. You're not going to get there if you took uh, if you took the dog on the first half line like some did, thinking this could be maybe a slow emotional start, trying to get ramped up out of the gates for Michigan. They were laying six and a half on the first half line, so barring a a total catastrophe, barring basically a pick six, Michigan is going to cover the the first half numbers here. In the meantime, we're about to go to the half as well in the ACC championship game where things really slowed down Good in the second quarter. I'm game, very glad over, I would have a losing ticket. would not have been close. I actually, I made it, I made a case for taking an in-game first half over 57 and a half. We are going to go to the half at most, probably 45 points. Pitt has the ball as they just get a big pass into Wake territory. No, you can't, you can't 30. Say, you can't say with these offenses, real, that's a fair 45, point. you might get to 49. I, 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 22 little, seconds left in there. I'm half. a little frustrated with myself because Pitt was, when after they that long third down conversion at the end of the first quarter, Pitt was plus nine and a half first half. Considered it didn't play it, that would have cakewalked in the yeah. end. Probably should have taken, we could have taken the first first half draw at the some <laughs> books that offered this thing uh, three ways. No so. soccer, you and your you and your soccer bleeding hey. over into the college football. Hey, hey look, uh, it, 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 there's almost never any value, oh, excuse me, there is no value almost ever on that. So, uh, but oh, we, look, uh, hey, it might get there. He, By the way, Michigan going with a Hail Mary on the final play of the half. That's a, that is intercepted at the goal line by that Iowa. That throw was actually a little bit better. Had <laughs> two guys that were pretty open there. So, McNair is going to end the half. 11 of 19, 62 yards and two picks, Jeff. Yeah, that's a pretty gross line. But it doesn't matter. Yeah. Hey, look, Iowa can't really move the Iowa, ball. That's Iowa the can't move the ball. Like fourteen to fourteen points is probably enough to win this game. Still, for I mean, Michigan. nineteen carries as a team, thirty-five yards for Iowa in this game. Spencer Petras, eight of seventeen for a buck twenty-six. It's been ugly, and that and that side. And uh, we are seeing the stat right now on the screen, Jeff. I'm a little blocked out by the camera, but that's, that's what, uh, okay. So Michigan games. has won 40 in a row when they've been up by 10 or more. Okay. The last time they blew a lead with that, 2013 against Iowa. Okay. Against Iowa. This is the Big Ten Championship game, the first appearance for Michigan in that game. So we'll let you know when we get a halftime line there. We're watching Kenny Pickett here with 12 seconds left. Take a shot at the end zone, and that is broken up. Nearly picked. But a, a game in which there were 30 plays, 31 plays run in the first quarter between Pitt and Wake. 35 points scored. We have seen a we've seen a couple of interceptions. We saw a a pit drive stopped. They went for it. Were threw an incomplete pass on a fourth down deep in Wake territory. So things have really slowed down. Only seven combined points in the second quarter. Now, in the meantime, I am seeing a three and a half hung behind us on Iowa Michigan second half, Jeff. So that would make it. So they're they're going to make you lay more than the over the, the the hook there on the two touchdowns. So 14 and a half for the game. Second half total of 20 which means we are sitting now oh, down boy. to 37 for the game. And that, in a, in a way, does feel well, it feels a little steep with how Iowa has not been able to move the ball whatsoever. I'm curious. I, I'd imagine most of the books are going to match that. You're probably not going to get the opportunity to lay less than two touchdowns with Michigan, I wouldn't think, based on, again, based on the game flow here 
with how Iowa just has not been able to move the ball whatsoever. No other, yeah, no other. I would, still I look, I, the only bet I would make in that is it would be the under 20 in the second half. Under, under 20. That'd be the only thing yeah. I'd, I'd look at. All right. Our first hour is in the book. There's another game we still have to preview in our second hour. And boy, is it a doozy in the college football slate. We're going to talk that next. A game that has zero implications for anything except for betting. We'll talk about that on the other side. Give you a second half line in Wake Forest and Pitt. Talk some NFL as well as we've got three more hours coming your way next here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.